Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Well, yeah, I agree. I, I think the, the comeback uh, that, that Cleveland had against Golden State has to be at the top of the list because you have to talk about it in terms of their competition, right? You're lo- looking at a team that won 73 games in the regular season, an all-time record, a team that looked like they were poised to get a championship that year. Draymond Green's suspension sort of changed the momentum of that series, but Golden State still had two more chances, including a Game 7 at home, to get that done, and they weren't able to. I think when you look at this situation, yeah, obviously 150 teams before them have not been able to do what Boston is attempting to do, and if they pull it off, it's got to go on the very short list of great comebacks, Mm -hmm. but you're also talking about a team that is an eight seed that most people generally regarded as being better than all season. So you have to take that with some context here. Once Boston got that first one, you could just sort of see, and they said it, right? Don't let us mess around and get one. And they all said that, and some people were laughing at their comment because they knew they have a better team. They have a deeper team. They just had to get back to the best version of themselves, which they were able to do in game four, and now they feel like they are in control of this situation. They had to get in that rhythm, and then once you get that ball rolling, you really can't stop it with the Celtics. No question. No. All right, Legs, how do you feel about quizzes? Love it. All right, Let's go. time for a prop quiz. Let's go. It's been a while, but I'm let's, ready. Let's take let's a go. look ahead at Game Seven of the Heat versus the Celtics tonight. And uh, all right, legs. Will Jason Tatum go over or under 31.5 points? I'm going to say under. Look, I know we've had a couple of 50-point Game 7 performances just in this postseason alone, but I think anytime you put 30-plus on a guy as an expectation in a Game 7, I think that's a little bit extreme. Like I said, I think he will be good tonight. Maybe he doesn't shoot 50%, but I think he's going to get to somewhere in that 24 to 27-point range, which will be enough. All right. Will uh, Jalen Brown go over or under 30.5 combined points and rebounds? I'm going to say over. And I think he's the one guy, right, that we're still waiting to have a monster game. And this is an elite offensive player that has not been great in this series. So maybe on a night when we're focused so much on Jason Tatum and Jimmy Butler, maybe it's this other all-star in Jalen Brown that has you know, a 20-plus point scoring game, and he's always capable of giving you a double-digit rebounding game. I'll take you over on that one. All right. Will Jimmy Butler go over or under 28.5 points? I'm going to say under from this perspective. I think that the Boston Celtics are going to do everything they can to make sure it's not Jimmy Butler that finds his rhythm early in this game. He is going to see blitzes. He's going to see a lot of traffic. Let's see if Gabe Vincent and Max Struess and Bam Adebayo can make shots because I don't think that Missoula and the Boston Celtics are going to allow Jimmy Butler to get into an early rhythm. So again, I think he plays well, 20 plus, but when you start talking at over 28, then you're expecting a 30 point game and I'm not sure he gets there. I'm not sure either. All right, speaking of Jimmy Butler, he started off the conference finals averaging 31 points per game on 48% shooting from the field. In the last four games, though, his field goal percentage has dropped to 37%, including 5 for 21 performance in Game 6, which tied the worst percentage from the field in his playoff career. All right, Tim Bontemps back with us. How do Jimmy Butler and the Heat get the job done tonight? Well, I think they get it done, Victoria, by having a similar shooting performance from the others that they did in Game 6. And we have Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler play to the level that they're capable of and not the way they did in Game 6. You look at the way that game played out, the Heat shot 14 for 30 from 3, and that was pretty much everybody but Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler going off in that game. Saw Duncan Robinson, Kayla Martin, Gabe Vincent, all those guys making shots, making plays for the Heat. And then you had Jimmy Butler go 5 for 21 and really do nothing until the final four minutes of the game. And Bam Adebayo was a complete zero for most of the game. And Bam is really the X factor for this Miami Heat team. Obviously, we all focus on Jimmy, and understandably so. When Bam Adebayo is at his best, he's pushing the ball in transition. He's making plays on offense. He's setting guys up with passes, running the two-man game with Duncan Robinson. That is when the Miami Heat are truly at their best on offense. So I think if the Heat are going to win this game seven tonight, obviously Jimmy Butler is going to have to empty the tank and have a lot more than he did in the vast majority of that game six. But the Heat are going to need Bam Adebayo to play at the level he did a couple of years ago in the bubble when he was the single biggest X factor in that series Mm -hmm. victory for the Miami Heat and how he's played at times in this series, specifically in the fourth quarter of game two. And certainly not the way he did in game six when he was really not out there at all in what was a pretty dominant Celtics performance inside.
Miami's going to need all the help they can get. They're also going to need a playoff Jimmy. So how does the Heat ensure that playoff Jimmy returns? I think, I think he has to have the mindset early of, of being an attacker trying to get to the line because I think the best thing you can do in this game, control the pace. You know, Boston is so good and so dangerous if they get out with an early surge up the floor because of the three-point shooting, right, that they can just hit you with a barrage, particularly at home. So Miami needs to make sure they control the basketball, can't turn it over to the extent that they did in the last game. Jimmy Butler needs to be aggressive early, not feel his way, which he is prone to do some nights. He's got to come out, try to get to the line, you know, six times in the first quarter and set the tone so that they can play their half-court defense against Boston and not get hit with those early rushes up the floor when the Celtics can hit threes and now the, the, the building explodes and now you've got a problem on your hands because it's very difficult once that crowd is into it to that extent. It's tough to turn that around. Just ask yeah. Philly what they got hit with in the third quarter of Game 7. They never recovered from that run. Mm -hmm. uh, Miami has to avoid that happening. The best way to do it is get to the foul line and set your defense. Yeah, Boston is a tough place to play for sure. All right, Bontemps, quickly, who are you picking to win tonight? I'm picking Boston. I think they're the better team, as you guys have both laid out. And I think mm -hmm. Legs makes the critical point. If the Celtics get off to a quick start like they did in Game 5, this crowd was louder on Game 5 than it was all season long. All the nerves and fears of this team falling apart late in the game went away because they got a big lead. If the Celtics get out in front early, I think they should feel really good about their chances. But I'll repeat what I said earlier. If this is a five-point game with five minutes to go, I think it's a big advantage Miami. We saw the Celtics once again fall apart down the stretch in Game 6. If this is a close game, Jimmy Butler is a big X-factor on the Miami Heat side. But I think, like Legs said, I expect this one to get away in the second half. And I think the Boston Celtics are going to be the first team to come back from 3-0 and make it to the NBA Finals. All right, you heard it here. Big game in Boston. All right, thank you, Tim Bonten. Coming up, Aaron Rodgers and the Jets are still in the honeymoon phase of their relationship. We've got our eye on something that could spell trouble in paradise. Plus, the heat is on after blowing a 3-0 lead. Find out how Miami can turn things around and avoid ending up on the wrong side of history. We love our new home. Great neighborhood, big backyard. But the lamps. At least Geico makes bundling our home and car insurance easy. We saved a lot. For bundling made easy, go to geico.com. Look, as history is being made, National Collectors Mint and the Cook Islands announced the limited public release of their first 2023 Silver Double Eagle $2 coins. Angela Buchanan, the 37th Treasurer of the United States, was instrumental in supporting the creation of the United States Silver Eagle Bullion Program. Coins beloved by investors and collectors alike, but Treasurer Buchanan dreamed of more. She envisioned a Silver Double Eagle $2 coin. Now, inspired and Endorsed by Treasurer Buchanan comes the release of the new .999 Pure Silver $2 Double Eagle, meticulously struck with the highly prized frosted relief and the mirror-like backgrounds of brilliant silver proofs. Each of these Cook Islands non-circulating legal tender coins is purer than any U.S. silver dollar ever to circulate. It boasts two eagles in flight on the obverse with the words American Double Eagle. The reverse features the iconic Liberty Bell, the Cook Island Imprimatur, and the important $2 denomination. Now you can reserve your own $2 Double Eagle. Each coin is struck in .25 troy ounces of .999 pure silver. The final issue price was to be set at $39 per coin. But during this limited release, the new 2023 Silver Double Eagle $2 coin can be yours for only $19.95. Each coin comes with a certificate of authenticity verifying its precious metal content and legal tender status. There is a strict limit of five coins per caller. Earliest orders will receive priority status over later ones. All are covered by our 100% guarantee of satisfaction. So hurry, avoid disappointment and future regret. Order now. Call 1-800-709-2953. That's 1-800-709-2953. Strict limit of five coins per caller. So call 1-800-709-2953. Again, that's 1-800-709-2953. Call or log on now. And a look here at the course Jack built. 
goodness. Go in. One tap, give it a game. ESPN Plus, remember the name. One app, with a slap so mean. Got big place from your phone to the big screen. Yeah, you'll feel like a VIP. Top shelf content, blowing up your feet. One app, footwork you can't describe. Out here hitting bombs and doing it live. Bravo, with a birdie so dirty. Make you want to kick back with a 30 to 30. ESPN Plus, it's in the app. Everything you want, right here, no cap. It's finals time, where what happens next lives on forever, where history awaits in seconds, last for eternity. This time is for all time, and that's what makes it beautiful. Time for our weekly ratings spike with our Super Bowl winning linebacker Rob Ninkovich. Captain Robbius is back. It would obviously. I say Robbiusly. 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 It's pretty Robbiusly. Well, Robbiusly, we know Lamar's a great quarterback. I think you're Robbiusly, right? Robbiusly, yes. Number two, Robbiusly. 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 Captain Robbiusly. Super Bowl champ. Can't do it. Rob Ninkovich. There's the man, the myth, the legend, two-time Super Bowl champ, Captain Robbius, Rob Ninkovich. You need a longer, longer intro? No, I don't think we need a longer intro, right, Rob? I don't think so. Yeah, no. All right. Rob, we're going to get right to it. What's the Robbius number of wins for Lamar Jackson and the Ravens this season? Well, I'm sorry that I'm not in studio to have that lovely introduction, but I'm here at my home on this lovely Memorial Day. So I'm going with 10 wins. 10, that's right. Lamar Jackson, they paid Lamar the Ravens. But, but the question is, the question is, is 10 enough for them to get over the hump and Lamar to be healthy? Can Lamar be fully healthy for 17 games? We will see. All right, next up, what's the robbiest number of interceptions for Dak Prescott this season with the new OC in town? New OC, well, not really new. It's the head coach. So Dak last year had a problem with turning the ball over interceptions. Robbiously, lucky number 12. 12 interceptions, it's uh, a lot. Going with 12, robbiously. Well, all right, all right. Finally, what's the robbiest number of wins? for Aaron Rodgers with the Jets this season. Dancing Aaron Rodgers, dancing at the at the concert there most recently. Dancing Aaron Rodgers is going to have 12 wins. That's right, 12 wins. I'm going with another lucky number 12 like my guy Tom Brady. 12 wins. If they don't get that many wins, it's going to be a failed season for the Jets. They brought him there for a reason. You got to have more than 12. All right, well, speaking of dancing, this just in concert. Aaron Rodgers is officially a Swifty, already making his MetLife Stadium debut this offseason, attending a Taylor Swift concert. And check out those dance moves. Uh, Rob, should we expect more dancing from Rodgers on Sunday this fall? And how would you rate uh, his, his dance moves? Like, I don't know what... There must be the really good quarterbacks like Tom Brady. Remember Tom Brady dancing at the oh, Brazilian that. Fest? I think he was at he was some festival doing the dancing like this. There must be a specific move for the quarterbacks that are very, very good. Pocket quarterbacks, pocket passing. You know, pocket quarterbacks, their dance moves are, you know, that's why they don't dance when they throw touchdown passes. They just go like this. That's it. They don't, they don't do much dancing. But he was excited. He was having fun and he's in his new home, MetLife Stadium. All right, well, he, he was having fun. All right, let's move on. Our senior NFL writer, Jeremy Fowler, joins us now. All right, Jeremy, what's the latest you have heard about Rodgers other than his dance moves? Yeah, well, Victoria, I'm hearing some effusive praise from people in the Jets building about Aaron Rodgers' early returns. You hear things like true leadership and presence. 
Excellent in every respect, as advertised, vocal in meetings, imparting wisdom to wide receivers. So these are the kind of texts that I get back. Uh, they are feeling really good about what Rodgers is bringing to the table and how he's setting a tone. They just simply believe that he's happy to be there and knows what it takes to win. So it's really up to him whether he keeps up this attitude. All right, now Rob, with Rodgers in town, Jets fans are excited and rightfully so. What is the biggest priority Rodgers and the Jets need to address to ensure success this season? Offensive line. Their, their biggest priority would be protecting their valuable asset at quarterback. And we've seen it year in and year out. If a quarterback, it doesn't even have to be a great quarterback but if a quarterback is under pressure they're gonna struggle if you are plus 35 years old I mean I, I could think back to even think back to the year that Kansas City lost the Super Bowl with Patrick Mahomes they had a problem at the offensive line position he took too many hits they lost that game what did they do they went out and addressed that issue and then they won a Super Bowl after that so for me I think it would be protect Aaron Rodgers he's not a young guy he's an older veteran you gotta make sure he's clean in the pocket so he can evaluate the offense and, and make the proper decision so keeping him clean keeping him upright that's going to be the biggest thing for the Jets team moving forward a lot of eyes on the east coast and uh, see what Aaron Rodgers will bring to the table let's move though to the west coast where Jimmy Garoppolo had surgery for a foot injury shortly after signing his three-year contract for over 70 million dollars with the Raiders on March 17th and an addendum to the contract was a waiver that took the place of the QB taking a physical with the team according to the copy of the deal obtained by multiple outlets now Jeremy what does this all mean regarding Jimmy G Yes, I reached out to some people around the league, including some people who handle contracts, and they said at least for a star player, this is fairly unusual. The addendum in itself is not all that unique, like players that have some sort of injury history, young players, undrafted players and draft picks, sometimes they'll get this, but for a star QB, usually you don't always see this. Now, what this means is he's got to pass his physical or show that he can be healthy on that foot come season time. His money actually is $22 million for this year, 22 and a half, is guaranteed for his skill, for salary cap, and for injury, but only for new injury. So if he hurts his knee, he's fine. But if he re-injures the foot, then the guarantees are in jeopardy. But the Raiders don't want all that. They plan for him to play. I talked to somebody there who anticipates that he'll be ready in training camp. They don't have fast and firm dates yet, but they expect him to be the quarterback right now. All right, Rob, how concerned should the Raiders be about their quarterback situation? Well, I think they'd be in trouble um, if, if Jimmy G's foot, if he has any problems with that foot moving forward throughout the offseason, OTA's minicamp, training camp, you would expect him to be full go and ready to go. But if Jimmy G isn't the guy, I mean, I love Brian Hoyer. He's a great old teammate of mine. But I think you'd be a little bit nervous if Brian Hoyer was a starting quarterback because Jimmy Garoppolo was not ready or had an issue with that foot. Right now, as we sit, I wouldn't be super nervous, but as they get closer to mandatory camp and training camp, depending on how Jimmy G looks and how he's running around and moving, you know, I'd be nervous if, if Brian Hoyer was your next option at starting quarterback. Yeah, we'll be paying very close attention to that, but we shall see when training camp approaches. All right, coming up. No team in NBA history has come back from a 3-0 deficit in the playoffs, but would a Celtics win tonight be the greatest comeback the league has ever seen? Opinions differ on that. Anyone who's ever sold a home can tell you it is really hard, and it's one of the biggest financial decisions you'll ever make. That's why who you work with matters. Together with Homelight, we take care of every detail from staging to showing to negotiating to closing. We've helped thousands of people sell faster and for the best price. It's a win-win. Uh-oh. 
You heard a screech outside at night, but you can't see what it is because there's not enough light. You need the Bionic Floodlight from Bell & Howell, the solar-powered, motion-activated, multi-directional floodlight that showers a super span of light right where you need it. Simply stake it in the yard or mount it anywhere around your home. The onboard solar panel absorbs the sun all day to energize a flood of light at night. No wires or installation frustration. Watch. The instant motion is detected. The Bionic Floodlight triggers 108 high-intensity the LED bulbs on three separate panels. That instantly blasts an area of over 1,000 square feet with bright, penetrating light. Then automatically shuts off after the motion stops. Each panel is fully adjustable to direct the right light to the right spot. The Bionic Floodlight is the versatile wireless, safety, security, and outdoor lifestyle light you'll love. And is from Bell & Howell, the brand name your family has trusted for over 100 years. No more arriving to a dark driveway or house at night. Place them in the ground to illuminate walkways and entryways. Add an evening accent light to your garden or mount it to keep unwanted critters away. Adjust the panels to light your deck and your food on the grill at the same time. Add light by the hot tub or pool without dangerous electrical wires. Host the nighttime neighborhood hoops games. You are about to witness history in the making. And it's all because of... 1037 The Buzz, home of the hogs. The Bell & Howell Bionic 10-Year Satisfaction Guarantee. Get the Bionic Floodlight by Bell & Howell. And right now, it's yours for just $29.95. But wait, call right now and you can get a second Bionic Floodlight for 50% off. And we'll even ship it to you free. Here's how to order. Call 1-800-612-7028 or go to bionicfloodlight.com. So call 1-800-612-7028. That's 1-800-612-7028 or order online at bionicfloodlight.com. Next level. There is a new bantamweight contender. It's a Rene Algonis. She believes this is her time. Two of the very best, hoping to lead as the number one contender. Welcome to my house. Have you ever felt leg pain, restlessness, cramps, tingling, swelling, numbness, itchiness, or coldness? Then you need the new, clinically proven, Legsercise Pro. The natural circulation booster that uses continuous automatic leg movement to soothe pain and promote healthy circulation the natural drug-free way. After using Legsercise for a week, I felt like I wanted to go for a walk again without pain like I used to. Legsercise Pro's patented walking simulator propulsion technology moves your feet back and forth along its concave track, creating constant movement and flex at both the knee and ankle joints. It's like having a physical therapist right in your own home. It's helped with the swelling and the pain. The tingling feeling is gone. Call right now and order your very own Legsercise Pro, the clinically proven automatic leg mover that soothes pain and naturally promotes healthy circulation. Call now. Welcome back to This Just In. We are coming to you live from above the Heineken River deck at Pier 17. Season was on the line. We don't want to go home. Everybody just like make a play. Inbound to Smart. Turns it. She's the three left wing. Around. And out. They count the tip. He got it off in time. I don't know how. Boston's going to win it. And we're going to a game seven. We just gave ourselves another chance. It's not time to celebrate. You know, the job is far from finished. But I've never been so excited to go back to Boston in my life because it's going to be fun. I'm not going to let anybody quit. I'm not going to let our guys quit. We're going to go in there. We're going to win. It's a seven-game series. There's nothing better than game sevens for all the stakes. The Miami Heat have gone on an improbable run to reach the Eastern Conference Finals. After defeating the one-seed Bucks and the five-seed Knicks, the Heat became just the second eight-seed to reach the Conference Finals, joining the 1999 New York Knicks. Here's head Heat coach Eric Spolstra earlier today. This has been probably as evenly played now a series. We've had uh, super competitive games that go all down the wire. Uh, each team has had a blowout. Um, each team has won three in a row. Come on, let's tip this thing off. I think that covers it, guys, unless, uh, unless we can start this thing in a half hour. I don't know if there's anything else uh, we need to discuss. We'll make a history either which way, you know. 
What side of history do we want to be on? All right, we are joined now by NBA reporter Nick Fredell, who is in Boston for Game 7 tonight. Now, Nick, you were in the Heat locker room after Saturday's Game 6 loss. Can you tell us what that was like? Victoria, the disbelief in that room yeah. was palpable. It was one of the quietest locker rooms I've ever seen after a game. You have to understand, Jimmy Butler, he loves to pump that music on the speaker system, win or lose. And you walk into that room in Miami, and it was silent. After about 10 or 15 minutes, Gabe Vincent hit play on his cell phone, and he put a little Ed Sheeran on, life goes on. And that was the mantra, certainly, that the Heat carried in here to Boston to Game 7. But that was a big big emotional hit that they took on Saturday night and they are hopeful now that they can come in here put it all behind them and find a way to win tonight. But the Ed Sheeran life goes on now okay they've gotten over that what was the mood like today at shoot around? Very laid back a all complete right. 180 from what we heard <laughs> or didn't hear on Saturday. <laughs> Victoria, we walked in here and they had Rick Ross bumping and oh, those speakers were rolling and all the players were into what was happening. In fact, they were making fun of a heat staff for trying to turn down the volume because they were so excited about the rhythm they were in. So the Heat really feel confident that they've gotten that emotion behind them and they feel like they have moved on from what happened on Saturday night. But we'll only know for sure once that ball goes up and they get into the rhythm of Game 7. I'd say an Ed Sheeran shift from Ed Sheeran to, you know, Rick Ross is a, is a good... <laughs> right. They're moving in the right direction. Right. All right, Legs, what does Jimmy Butler and the Heat need to do tonight to uh, get the job done? Withstand the big punch, mm -hmm. right? At some point, Boston, they can do this to you at home. They, they'll string together some three-point shots. They extend that lead. The crowd gets into it. The building all right, becomes a very difficult place to manage. And so you've got to avoid that. How do you do it? I think you control the game the best that you can early by not turning it over. Jimmy Butler looking for his shot, but more importantly, maybe getting to the foul line you to allow Miami score, to set up that half-court defense and force this into a low-scoring half-court game. I think that's Miami's best chance. Here, what you have to do in a game like this, be within striking distance with five or six minutes left. Particularly when we start talking about so many cities in the Northeast Corridor, right? Boston, New York, Philly. The home team in this situation Everybody can feel the weight of the expectations in the building if the home team is in a situation where they've got to make shots late. So if you're Miami, just be within striking distance. Avoid those big waves that they'll hit you with and give Jimmy Butler a chance to bring this thing home late. Mm -hmm. Now, Nick, if the Celtics win, now I've asked this question to all that will answer. If the Celtics win tonight, would you say this is the greatest comeback ever for an NBA team in the playoffs? Victoria, I don't think so because that Cavs team that came back from 3-1 and beat the 73-win Warriors, that's the best. Yep. This Heat team, for as great of a run as they've been on, is still an 8 seed, and they still had a lot of flaws up and down the regular season. So I believe that the Cavs, they made that move, and they overcame so much coming back from down 3-1. That is the peak, and everything else is still number two to them, even if the Celtics finish this off. All right, so we'll give, we'll give the Celtics, you know, a silver medal. We'll give that one, you know, a silver medal. All right, like, who do you think will be the best player on the court tonight? I think it's going to be Jason Tatum. All right. I, I think he's, he's, he's proven enough to me in, in these moments of how great he can be. Just going back to the last round, what he did to close out that series late in Game 6 against Philly, what he then followed up with in Game 7, 51 points to end that. The performance he had a year ago against the Bucks to be able to force a Game 7 and avoid elimination, 40-plus in that one. I just, I just think he's ready for this moment. And I think Jason Tatum actually, I think, has had less of a problem against Miami's defense than Jimmy Butler has against Boston's. I think Boston's length has given Jimmy Butler some problems in this series. Jason Tatum can get to his spots. So it's a matter of will he shoot well or won't he, more so than being dictated by the Miami Heat, and that's why I trust him. I think he's going to have a big game tonight. All right, big game tonight. Nick Fidel will be there with all the action. Thank you for joining us, Nick. All right, look
looking ahead to the potential NBA Finals matchups, the Denver Nuggets made easy work of the Miami Heat, winning both matchups in the regular season. Denver split the season series 1-1 with the Celtics, with both teams winning by double digits at home. Now, Tim, who should Nikola Jokic and the Nuggets be rooting for tonight? If you ask him, he'll say he doesn't care, of course. Of course Give you the canned answer. Mm -hmm. it's, it's the Heat. I, mean, I think they'd rather play the Heat. And bottom line is Miami was 44-38 and 38 this year for a reason. I know they had injuries. They were a much better team late in the year. Boston Celtics were a team that for the first two and a half months of the season were the best team in the NBA. I thought by, by clearly nobody else was even on that same shelf as them early. It's been a little bit of a roller coaster since. But I think ultimately if you're Denver and you're Mike Malone, I think you've got more things to have to guard against when you talk about the Boston Celtics and their firepower offensively. So they're going to be favored. I think they should be favored in either series, and I think Denver ultimately will beat either of these teams. But I think Denver would like to see Miami. That might be a little bit of an easier path. So you are confident that Denver could beat either team? Yeah, I think, I think there's Jokic. There's, there is no answer for Jokic on either one of these teams. No, no personnel, no scheme, no amount of defensive energy. Nothing disrupts this guy or gets him off his game. He's the difference maker between both of these teams and the Denver Nuggets. All right. I mean, what about this long break, though, between games? Do you think this is a good yeah. thing or a bad thing for Denver? Uh, yeah, it might, be, it might be bordering on too long. Yeah. Right? So that's going to be a long time between games by the time they play. But look, you're also going to get an advantage in this regard. Miami and Boston haven't really been able to even think about Denver. Right? They're, they're, they're wrapped up in this series. Now, you've got coaches that are doing all that preparation work. But in terms of, of a player, you can't even begin to think about Denver until this game is over tonight. And you're going to be celebrating tonight. Yep. So you've got a couple of days to crank it up and get, go play the Denver Nuggets, right? So this is a very difficult matchup, a lot of bases to cover, this incredibly unique offensive force in Jokic that you've got to prepare for. That's going to take more than a couple of days of film and walking through. So I think regardless that Denver's had the time off, obviously they're going to be fresh. Could be a little rusty at the start, but ultimately, I think that they're going to take a solace in the fact that neither one of these teams has been able to prepare for them at all. No. Especially going into that first game. And you know Denver is going to have his massive advantage. Which is adding more to your confidence in Denver. Yeah, yeah, I feel good. I feel very good about this team. All right, you heard it. You heard it from Tim Legler. He's even more confident in Denver. All right, this just Indy 500, the greatest spectacle in racing, lived up to the hype. And more on Sunday in a thrilling finish. Joseph Newgarden passed last year's winning Marcus Erickson's during a frantic. 2.5 mile sprint to the finish. Newgarden ended 11 years of frustration and finally won the Indianapolis 500 to extend team owner Roger Penske's record to 19 victories. Now coming up, the Cowboys' offense can be dynamic, but is there another piece out there that could put Dallas over the top? Someone here says yes. Look, as history is being made, National Collectors Mint and the Cook Islands announced a limited public release of their first 2023 Silver Double Eagle $2 coins. Angela Buchanan, the 37th Treasurer of the United States, was instrumental in supporting the creation of the United States Silver Eagle Bullion Program. Coins beloved by investors and collectors alike, but Treasurer Buchanan dreamed of more. She envisioned a Silver Double Eagle $2 coin. Now, inspired and endorsed by Treasurer Buchanan, comes the release of the new .999 Pure Silver $2 Double Eagle, meticulously struck with the highly prized frosted relief and the mirror-like backgrounds of brilliant silver proofs. Each of these Cook Islands non-circulating legal tender coins is purer than any U.S. silver dollar ever to circulate. It boasts two eagles in flight on the obverse with the words American Double Eagle. The reverse features the iconic Liberty Bell, the Cook Island Imprimatur, and the important $2 denomination. Now, you can reserve your own $2 double eagle. Each coin is struck in 0.25 troy ounces of 0.999 pure silver. The final issue price was to be set at 
$15 per coin. But during this limited release, the new 2023 Silver Double Eagle $2 coin can be yours for only $19.95. Each coin comes with a certificate of authenticity verifying its precious metal content and legal tender status. There is a strict limit of five coins per caller. Earliest orders will receive priority status over later ones. All are covered by our 100% guarantee of satisfaction. So hurry, avoid disappointment and future regret. Order now. Call 1-800-709-2953. That's 1-800-709-2953. Strict limit of five coins per caller. So call 1-800-709-2953. Again, that's 1-800-709-2953. Call or log on now. Need the portable blender we can barely keep in stock? Blendjet 2 gives you ice-crushing, big blender power on the go. So you can blend up a mouth-watering smoothie, protein shake, or latte wherever you are. Recharge quickly with any USB port. Best of all, it even cleans itself. Just blend water with a drop of soap. What are you waiting for? Order yours now from Blendjet.com before they sell out again. Out, man. I'm a pass you, rookie. And that's rookie of the year to you. You guys should race cars for real. We could use an off-season challenge. I will win this contest. Let's do it, man. You three athletic anomalies think you got what it takes to be race car drivers? Time to take a lap. Is this compact car? Gran Turismo, based on a true story. In movie theaters August 11th. Watch the NBA Finals on ABC. I guess he kind of fits. So aerodynamic. I don't think so. Stretch, Bobby. Are you thinking about buying an annuity? Before you do, get the little-known secrets to receiving guaranteed income and protecting your hard-earned money. Don't buy an annuity until you understand the pros and cons of annuities. Everything you need to know can be found in this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers. It reveals the five little-known secret truths about annuities in easy-to-understand terms. Call now and get your free copy. Don't make a move without it. These five secret truths are the hacks we believe all seniors, boomers, and those approaching retirement should know to maximize their retirement with guaranteed annuity income. Call and get your copy now. As a bonus for those who call, we'll give you our free annuity rate report that summarizes rates and benefits from the top annuity providers. Supplies are limited. Call and get your free books now. Call 800-549-8750. That's 800-549-8750. We'll have game six of the Western Conference Final between the Golden Knights and the Stars for you tonight at 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific on ESPN and ESPN+. Plus. Our coverage begins with a point at 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific on ESPN2. It is time now for What's the Word with our senior NFL writer, Jeremy Fowler, for all of the latest news and notes from around the league. And first up, Jeremy, what's the word on Broncos quarterback, Russell Wilson? The word is slim. Wilson is looking, in his words, lean and mean, as he told the Denver media. I was told he made it a point this offseason to improve his physique and in a little bit better shape than the year before. He's also thrilled with the organization and the structure of Sean Payton's offense. Some people in Denver felt like they didn't have that last year, that it was kind of like throwing plays against the wall. This is a little different. He knows what to expect every day. I mean, I think everything's going to be better than nothing. All right, next up, what's the word on Viking superstar wide receiver Justin Jefferson? The word is future, which is important as it relates to contract talks. Justin Jefferson is the future of the Minnesota Vikings, and whenever they get a contract done with him, he could be the highest-paid non-quarterback in the league because the wide receiver market has gotten up to $30 million. He's probably the best receiver, so the Vikings are looking at him and tight end TJ Hawkinson as their future on offense. The search was over. You are tuned to the world leader in hot sports talk. 1037 The Buzz. In that arms race, potentially, for DeAndre Hopkins. Now, his market hasn't quite heated up yet. He just got released three days ago. The teams I talked to believe that the Bills will be in it, that the Chiefs will be in it. And, yeah, I mentioned the Browns only because I was told that Hopkins could be open to a reunion with Deshaun Watson from their Houston days. So maybe it makes sense for Cleveland to make that call, as many others will. Now, J.J. Watt showed his former Texans teammates some love over the weekend, tweeting, quote, Hop still has the best hands in the league. Yeah. And we're going to bring uh, Rob Nikovich back with us. Now, Rob, what team needs to sign DeAndre Hopkins right now? 
Well, there's a lot of teams that would love to sign right now, but I think a team that is pretty close to where I'm at right now, the Patriots, could use that type of skill set. You think about the Patriots and Bill Belichick and what he does bringing in veterans. I know that was before when Tom Brady was the quarterback, but if you look at Hopkins and the things that he can do, he's a little bit older now. He's not going to be that burner that he was when he was younger, but he's still very, very consistent at catching the football. So, the Patriots, they're going to be in a very tough division. You got the Jets, you got Aaron Rodgers, you got Buffalo. We know Buffalo's great. You got Miami with Tua. So they're going to have to do something here offensively to make a splash. I know there was a little bit of issue there between Billy O and Hop when he was there with the Texans, but guess what? Time heals all things, and maybe they could overcome those issues. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. All right, Jeremy, what team do you think needs to sign Hopkins right now? I'm going to go Cowboys. They might as well put this over the top. The NFC East is loaded. I know they <laughs> traded for Brandon Cooks this offseason, but he's a bit of a niche player as far as a vertical threat. They have CeeDee Lamb, who's the number one. Hopkins can be that 1A. It would be the perfect three-man rotation for Dak Prescott, along with even Michael Gallup as a fourth option. So, Cowboys have an elite defense. They got 20 deep there. They can win games on that side of the ball. They just need to be able to stretch the field enough while Dak Prescott doesn't turn the ball over. Well, why not throw to one of the players who has the best hands in the game? Why not? All right, Rob, how confident are you and D-Hop to still be an elite wide receiver? I'm pretty confident he, he's still elite. Uh, to be a true number one, now I would have a little bit of hesitation there. He has had some injuries. He's older. So what you could use him for still has number one skill set, but you don't put the amount of reps on him. So certain situations, definitely red zone, got to have it plays, shot plays. That's where you use a guy like that. So you make sure you're not overdoing it with the reps. Get the most that you can out of him with what he has left. And you know he can catch. All right, Jeremy, from the people you talk to around the league, how do they yeah. view Hopkins compared to the top wide receivers in the NFL right now? Well, they still consider him a major threat, highly productive, to Rob's point. Maybe not that number one anymore, but definitely like a 1A. So a year ago, he was probably still considered a top 10 overall receiver. Not all that much has changed. His game has held up well. He's still that savvy route runner, still has great hands, still a matchup nightmare, whether you put him in the red zone, out, out wide, you put him inside. But the days of being like that volume, 175 target guy, are probably over. What hurts him right now really is the timing. We're talking late May trying to sign to big money when teams just don't have a lot of it. So we'll see if he can get it. Might just throw a little curveball our way. But Rob, you mentioned the Patriots, so let's get right to the Patriots, shall we? Because year two did not go as Mac Jones and the Patriots would have liked. Jones threw for less, for less touchdowns, yet less yards, and took more sacks in his second season. And not to mention the Pats went under 500 and missed the playoffs. And with Jones preparing for year number three, the Patriots legend himself, Rob Gronkowski, gave the quarterback a piece of advice. I think he needs to put a little weight on. I mean, he's looking a little skinny right now. He's got to put about five, ten pounds back on so then he can, lift, you know, run the ball a little bit, knock out some linebackers while he's running to get a first down. All right, Nick, what did you make of what your good buddy Gronk had to say here? Don't do that, Mac. Don't run at linebackers. Don't try and run for first downs. You're not a runner. Don't do that. If you do that, it doesn't matter. You could gain 25 pounds. You're just going to slow down, and you're going to get hit harder. So do not do that. Stay lean. Stay skinny. Throw the football down the field. Let your receivers and running backs take the hits. Gronk, don't don't give advice to quarterbacks. Just don't do it because if, if, if he was to run at a linebacker, it might not last 17 weeks. So, Mac, you look great. And, you know, one more thing. I have to do this because, you know, this area is getting pretty excited for tonight. I got to make sure that I get my, get my colors on, ready to go. Let's go. Let's go. We got for championships for Boston. So, yeah, well done. Well done. Let's go. Let's do Let's it. Go. Come on. <laughs> All right. That goes All right, great with Jim. the beard. <laughs> it does go good with the beard, yeah, and it covers up your, your long hair that you mentioned uh, in between. But, uh, all right, Jeremy, what do you... I'm a little... 
It's okay. You look good. You look great. All right. So yeah, keep the hat on. Keep the hat on. All right, Jeremy, what are you hearing about uh, the expectations for Jones in year number three? Yeah, I checked him with somebody over in New England. I was told so far so good with Mac Jones this offseason. Yeah. He's throwing the ball well, and he is in good shape. And so they really expect him to be set up for success. With Bill O'Brien, they believe the offense will have plenty of identity. They had a Juju Smith-Schuster this offseason, so they feel like they have enough weapons to make this work, that there will be no excuses in year three. Uh, it's time to get it done. So, you know, he should get a fairly long run as a starter, and he can make the most of it and plans to. Yeah, I'd say the Pats have a solid offense for sure. All right, Nick, Nick plain and simple, is this a make-or-break season for Jones in New England? Yeah, I do believe so. I have a lot of texts right now of people yelling at me to take that hat off because they don't like the Celtics. But if I had a Patriot hat on, they'd be yelling at me too. There's a yeah. lot of haters of the New England area. But anyway, Mac has to have a great third season. You bring in Billy O, somebody that is a good offensive mind. You're, you're hitting the reset button on the offense there to help Mac Jones. You bring Billy O in for Mac Jones. So Mac is going to have to have a great season. If he does not, uh, that's trouble. All right, but Rob, one more question. What would a successful season look like for Mac and the Pats? In your eyes. I think they have to get to the playoffs. They have to get to the playoffs. I know it's a really tough division. I know that the Jets are going to be favorite. I know that the Buffalo Bills are the favorites. I know Miami, everyone's talking about Tua and Mike down there, the head coach, offensive coordinator, the great mind of offense down there. The Patriots are last in the division right now. That's how they want it. They want people to say the Pats are the worst team in the division. They want to be under the radar. They might surprise a few people this season. The defense here, the Patriots' defense, is going to be tops in the league. I guarantee it. So I think there'll be a top-five defense. The offense is going to have to be a lot better than the, what they were last year. But they might surprise a bunch of people this year. Hey, we love surprises, and there's power in being the underdog, for sure. All right, thank you, fellas. This is just in orbit. All rise because Yankee superstar and the reigning AL MVP Aaron Judge hit his 15th home run of the season as New York beat the Padres on Sunday. This is the fourth time in Judge's career he has hit 15 or more home runs before June 1st. Only Babe Ruth has had more such seasons with the Yankees. They're two of the greatest words in all of sports. Game 7. We've got predictions straight ahead. Your house is lovely. Thank you. I need to introduce you to someone. He was telling me how Geico makes it easy to save on homeowners insurance, so I was thinking... <laughs> well, hello, old friend. So you have met. Years ago, we both had big dreams about saving people money on their homeowners insurance. Yeah, just look at us now. Your house is lovely. Yeah, I just said that. Okay, nobody heard you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I did hear you. Geico makes it easy to save on homeowners insurance. Can you believe this? Doug Flutie and Frank Thomas. You guys look great. Once I turn 40, let me guess, less energy, less drive? Definitely. It's not your fault. It happens to every man. Testosterone levels drop as you age. It happened to you guys? Yep. So what did you do? We, we got, got genetic total, total tea. tea. This unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help increase testosterone levels. Nugenics is the number one doctor-recommended testosterone booster in the USA, number one at GNC, and number one at Walmart. But you can only get your complimentary bottle by Texting DUAL to 369-369. That does it. I gotta get Nugenics. Just send a text. Yeah, for a complimentary bottle. And by the way, she'll like it too. Get your complimentary bottle of Nugenics now. Text DUAL to 369-369. Text now and we'll include a bottle of Nugenics Thermo X, our newest, most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you lose fat and get lean absolutely free. That's DUAL to 369-369. CVS and Walgreens don't want you to know about this little-known loophole to get generic Viagra for just 87 cents. They sell each tablet for 30 to 40 dollars. Let me show you. This is from CVS. Look, nine tablets, 100 milligrams sildenafil, aka generic Viagra, for 406 dollars. That's 45 dollars a tablet. This is from Walgreens, $417 for nine tablets of 100 milligrams sildenafil or $46 per tablet. You can now get the exact same ED meds delivered for just 87 cents per tablet. The program 
is called Friday Plans. They get you prescribed generic Viagra online and deliver it right to your door in discreet packaging for as little as 87 cents per tablet. All doses are priced the same, so you don't pay more if you need a stronger dose. The prescription is free, and the shipping is free, too. Get generic Viagra from Friday. 1037 The Buzz. Call us anytime. Sports talk and entertainment. You a link to get you started. All you got to do is answer a few questions on their website. One of their doctors will review your answers and prescribe you online if appropriate. After that, Friday Plans delivers your generic Viagra in a plain white package like this in two to three days. Once you open it, you find this inside. So much better than a pill bottle. Each tablet comes individually wrapped so you can tear one off and put it in your wallet. Right now, Friday Plans is offering $10 off your first package, which means you can get nine tablets for just $15, including taxes and fees. The prescription is free, and the shipping is free as well. Text N-E-S-T, NEST, to 69069 today. Anyone who's ever sold a home will tell you it's really hard, and it's one of the biggest financial decisions you'll ever make. That's why who you work with matters. Together with Homelight, we take care of every detail, from staging to showing to negotiating to closing. We've helped thousands of people sell faster and for a better price. The 31st season of The Ultimate Fighter will feature Conor McGregor and Michael Chandler as the coaches and they'll be squaring off in the octagon later this year. The first show premieres tomorrow night at 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific on ESPN and immediately following on ESPN+. Plus. The best two words in sports. Game 7. It will make or break you psychologically. Guys asked me, are you worried about the seventh game? And I said, no. Let them worry about us. All right, we're tip-off now just under six hours away. It's time for game picks. So, Legs, who wins game seven? I like Boston. I've said it repeatedly. I, right. I just I think they're a better team. I think they, they figured it out when they won game four. It, they, they found their best version. And they know now that they've got enough shot makers, enough playmakers. They're complete enough on the defensive end of the floor to win this. I mean, there's going to be a lot of pressure in this game of shot making, obviously. And I think they've got an advantage there because there's more guys that can do damage with timely three-point shooting, I think, than Miami has. So can't wait to see it. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. But I think ultimately, Boston gets it done. I'm going Boston, too. I think, look, love Jimmy Butler. I think it's a little bit like a faulty light bulb, though. It's sparking at the wrong time, but not <laughs> consistent enough to stay on. All right, but there you go. I like that. Like, All that's right. kind of where that's my hot yeah. take. But Derek White made the play of the game on Saturday night. Who makes the big play tonight? Yeah, well, look, I'm, I'm going to say Tatum because I think it's ultimately going to come down to, you know, the ball being in his hands and, and Jimmy Butler from Miami. And I think Tatum's going to come through. I trust that he will play well in this stage. If it's not him and he has to give it up in a key moment, I look for a guy like Marcus Smart because you know he's got the nerve. He's been in enough of these situations. He's that wild card X factor guy that can make a huge shot at a critical time. And I think those role players are going to have to step up for both teams because I think both defenses are going to force the ball out of the star player's hands enough to put pressure on the supporting cast. But who do you trust more tonight, though? Tatum or Butler? I trust them both, honestly. Okay. I think they're both going to play well. I think Jason Tatum has more help. So I look at it. Jalen Brown is a guy we don't even talk about. All right. He's an all-star yeah. and an elite offensive player. Okay. We've not really mentioned. We talked no. so much about Tatum and Butler and Bam Adebayo. And is he going to show up? How about Jalen Brown? Guy's a pro.